Hey man, sure. So, PTC cast episode two. You're in the gym. I'm in you, the gym. You specifically, definitely not me. Oh no. There's a big barbell on the ground. There's probably like five plates on each side of that. There's six plates. Oh shit. Eight plates. Sure, eight plates. How many? However many plates do you want, man? Got there twelve plates. They could, be, they could be two and a half pound plates. They could be no. They got to be forty-five pound plates. Um, why are you picking that up? What what in, what entices you to pick that up? Um, see, okay, we obviously knew what we were talking about before this podcast. I had a couple of seconds to think about it. I said I didn't know my why, but I think deep down, I've always known my why, and I've tried to figure out some very like meaningful reason as to why I do what I do. I don't think it needs to be that deep if it's not. I've always tried to make it deep, but it's not. It's, I like the feeling of raw emotion and just straight up power. Yeah. And just the feeling of aggressiveness. Yeah. And I guess just unlimited power. Like whenever, I get ready to squat, bench, deadlift, sure. anything heavy, I have this just feeling of invincibility okay. and that whatever it is that I'm doing, um, I'm the best at it and whatever weight it is, I can do it no matter what. So are you considering it a drug or an outlet? I don't think or it's both. an outlet. Okay. I think it's... it. You, that's that's a really good question, man. It's definitely a drug. Right. It definitely is. Right. Well, I know that's what it is for me and maybe for different reasons. Like, I know personally I feel much different and I shouldn't maybe say about myself, but the way I portray myself in the world and the way I go out through the world, um, depending on the kind of shape I'm in. Mm-hmm. Like the way I approach, like my, my if, if I look like shit and I'm performing like shit and I'm, you know, a little heavier than I should be, something like that. My business goes to shit. My relationships go to shit. My really? sleep goes. To shit. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, Ooh. it's 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 oddly it's oddly like my foundation, and so that's why like anytime I feel like I need an extra kick in the ass, that's why I sign up for a show mm. because it's like I have to dial that. It in puts everything I, like mm. in line. Yeah, and it's almost like you know how people talk about things like um, like a morning routine, mm-hmm. and you know like a, having a morning routine to, and then you know I have my fair share of morning routines, but a morning routine to sort of set the tone of your day. Like I look at lifting, fitness, health and wellness as like the routine, like the routine to set my life in order, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It does make sense. So I, I look at it as a drug in that way because without it, I feel like I kind of fall apart. And it doesn't, I don't know if it necessarily has to be bodybuilding. It could be, you know, yoga, it could be something totally different, but it, it's definitely like a, it's a foundational piece for me. You know, it's not something that I want to go without. It's not a chore for me. Yeah, so you're a very, like, A plus B equals C and just very strict. And sure. I don't know the right word to say, but you're saying that you use your physical goals, like whatever that may be, like you said, bodybuilding, yoga, whatever, strictly for, um, like, creating a framework in your life? Yeah, and I mean, not that, not that I don't enjoy it, and I, I do love it, but like that's- yeah, I guess that's what I love. Like. No, I, I 100% love it and enjoy it. 
but the biggest, but I think that's the reason it's become as large of my life as it has and why I've, I've pursued it as a career as well. So it's a positive thing for you. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's sometimes where like, you know, you have an injury or like, you know, you're in a state where maybe you're sick and you want to train and you shouldn't, you know, there's, I mean, there's always stuff like that. And, you know, there's, there's aspects of bodybuilding and powerlifting and, you know, all sports that are so extreme that aren't necessarily healthy that, mm-hmm. you know, you have to admit to and you have to acknowledge, but like, you know, for the most part, I would say, um, I would say it beats sitting on the couch. Yeah. 100%. So for me personally, like it's not necessarily, okay, maybe it is a matter of motivation. It motivates me because I know like, Hey, even if I don't want to do this thing and I do this thing, it's going to help me set my path a little bit more. Yeah, it provides straight. like more structure. Yeah. Like for the day, the yeah. actual day. Yeah. And you know, however many months down the road, because it's almost like you have this end goal and now because you have this end goal you have this structure that you have to prioritize in order to meet that end goal mm-hmm. and you know i guess in in your case physical fitness is what provides the necessity for that structure right for me it's the exact opposite okay uh and maybe it may be like my perception right. of uh like the, I guess the fact that lifting would be a drug for me. Sure. Um, because I get, I can get carried away with it. Yeah. Like, and that's actually what I'm struggling with right now is the fact that I am getting stronger and all of this. I have to constantly keep myself in check when it comes to not eating more. So I can prep for, you know, tomorrow's yeah. squat session yeah. so that I can squat more and that's why that's why it's a drug to me because that feeling of power and blah 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 the future potential of that feeling makes me want to sacrifice the present right in a negative way right so and now and i mean you know when you got up to that that 400 pounds point that's you know, I a imagine that's, perfect case for that right well it's like you know and in your brain and i've done my fair share of, of stupid dirty bulking not as successful as yours just as far as outcome goes but like was you, know, it you were i don't know depends <laughs> who you ask but i mean you know when you look at it from a standpoint of like did you get what you wanted out of it i would say yeah you did yeah but personally like i just got fat when i when i over bulked the first time like i didn't uh-huh. i don't think i built that much tissue like i think i just got fat but um where i was going with that is like it's interesting right because in the moment like you're willing to sacrifice your health you're willing to sacrifice all of this just because of you know the feeling that that drug is bringing you mm-hmm. right it's like and and at that point it's like how is it any different than the heroin how is it any different than, than anything like that and it's like you know when, when you're taking it to that extreme i don't really think it is i don't mm-hmm. think it's very different as far as your your reliance on it and what you're willing to sacrifice for it but to circle back like it's also that that formation of discipline that that structured plan that it takes you to get there and mm-hmm. you know in my opinion had you never gotten that heavy you wouldn't have ended up as lean and healthy as you are now you know i think it was just part of your journey to get there i i like the thought of that but i don't think that's true i think right now i'm paying for the consequences of those actions which i'm awesome. so, um first of all like i'm completely fine with that yeah i'm happy to pay those consequences yeah. because i'd trade, rather trade you made yeah, like I'd rather be paying these consequences now than being dead and not being uh, in my family's life because yeah. 
you know, I decided to keep on getting bigger and right. lifting more. Like I'm proud of these, con- I'm not proud of it, but I live with these consequences. It is what it is. You knew the trade you were making. Yeah. Now I do. At the time I didn't, you know, and that's why I gained, you know, the 220 pounds. It's because I didn't know the consequences you, or I was ignoring those consequences. Yeah. And do you think that's some form of um, instant gratification would be the wrong term, but like... That's what it was. No, that's okay. not the... Yeah. Because, again, it goes back to the feeling of feeling powerful when you're under that bar or lifting. You know, I was looking forward to tomorrow instead of looking forward five, ten years down the future. Yeah. Like... I can promise you when I was that big, I did not think a year ahead when it came to all the other responsibilities in my life besides lifting. Right. Like I just didn't. And maybe that goes back to, you know, what you were talking about earlier, the sacrificing. It's like, what are you sacrificing? Right. There's good things to sacrifice and there's detrimental things to sacrifice. Yeah. Are you sacrificing, um, you know, things that'll make your life worse, whether that be like sweets or bad relationships um, or instant or current uh, comfort, which are good sacrifices. Right. Or are you sacrificing your health, uh, your financial well-being, um, your career, your relationships, your good relationships right. for a good feeling right now? Those are detrimental yeah. sacrifices. Yes. Yeah, just that, that drug, that power, that power feeling. I, I like that you said, you know, it's, you pick your sacrifice, right? Yeah, it's just like man. You pick your poison, man. You get you get to you get to choose, man. And it's just, it's the same thing as like as waking up early, right? Like it's like you either get to you, you choose to have a hold on your day and, and get up early and get started and have the time you need to do the things you need to do, or you choose to sleep in and you don't get to do those things and then you're scrambling all day. And exactly. It's, it's just you know you can call one good or bad, but at the end of the day, it's just a choice. Yeah. It's just a choice. <sighs> But no, I mean, I, I would agree with you in that one is yes, maybe good or bad, but it's like, you know, it, it's it's interesting that it's it's not like we're all all in on one thing, always perfect. It's like you have to continually make that choice every single day, no matter who you are. Maybe you get better at it. Maybe it becomes second nature. Maybe you don't even think about it. Maybe some people have the other choices and even an option, but like it's always there. Mm-hmm. You can always skip your workout. You can always, you know, hit McDonald's or Taco Bell on the way home. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's always, you always have to make that choice to stay on the path. Yeah. And I think it gets unhealthy when it becomes an obsession and there's, you know, obsessions that are better than others. Like I'm sure that having an obsession with uh, a business would be better than having an obsession with powerlifting just because of what it affects in your life like with sure. business you know it'll bring wealth it'll bring um power it'll bring um you know status whatever the heck sure. you're looking for sure um but like in my case um being obsessed with powerlifting brought uh like unhealthy habits it brought um like i said earlier sacrificing bad relationships but i guess just make sure that whatever you are obsessed with, like just take a look at the other parts of your life and mm-hmm. just what ask you, yourself if it's worth it. What are you getting from it? What are you giving for it? You know? Yeah, man. And I think a lot of the times, like, I don't know, when you're in it, like you were with powerlifting, 
it's hard to, to recognize that. It's one of those things where you have to be able to really... When you're obsessed, you're not going to recognize mm -hmm. it. Like, even if somebody else on the outside who's looking at you tells you exactly what's wrong, they're wrong. Yeah. Like, it, it has to be some kind they of... they don't think like you do. Yeah, it has to be some kind of self-realization. Um, you have to realize what you're sacrificing you have to realize those consequences nobody can do it for you yeah they may be able to influence a aha moment right but it's ultimately your fate is ultimately up to you yeah no i agree and you know something that's on the topic of like training motivation like for me it's it's goal setting right so it's it's trying to be sure that there's always something you're inching towards you're you're following through for but to your point, like you can just, you can let it get out of hand, man. You can, mm -hmm. you can chase it down this ridiculous rabbit hole of where it doesn't need to go, or you can be it's willing a fun to, rabbit hole. Yeah. Or in, <laughs> and you can be willing to sacrifice your health or, or whatever for it, mm -hmm. you know? But so it's like, how do we, how do we create those goals and keep those parameters? And it's like by taking realistic looks at where you are, what you're doing, how it's affecting your relationships, your health, the things around you, your finances. Like, you know, if it's one of those things where like, yeah, bro, I got an 800 pound deadlift, but you know, my, my heart rate's 120 resting and, um, 400 pounds and you know, all these things. It's like, mm -hmm. what does that mean? You know? Yeah. Is, choose it, your, is it worth it? Yeah. Choose your goals wisely. Sure. Um, cause yeah, there are some half-assed goals that you may not believe in Yeah, and those won't really affect, you know, any part of your life. But if you choose a goal, um, and you like wholeheartedly believe in that goal and you're ready to work for it then that's going to become your obsession. Right. Um, so when it, when it comes to goals, how do you, how do you pick the right one or is there even a right goal to pick? Like in, in training and health and wellness specifically for me, usually I try to keep it really simple and almost just like a, like a stepping stone, unless I have something big on the menu, like a show or something like that. Mm. But um, for me, it's usually just having some sort of stepping stone. So it's like, you know, Hey, I did, 205 for six reps today next week i want seven reps yeah. next week i want eight reps like it's a pretty it's a pretty micro scale for me because number one that keeps pressure low and that it keeps victories high as far as like that might be a silly way to say it but it's like you know no, if I build confidence and yeah exactly in yourself. yeah exactly and it's like it's also one of those things too where it's like it's it, it's not going to make or break me you mm -hmm. know it's like if i don't hit that rep it's not a huge deal there's no there's not a whole lot of pressure tied to it yeah yeah so for me personally like that's kind of how i i inch myself forward you know and then once in the blue moon i said uh hey i'm doing a show i'm doing something that's a little bit more accountable i'm doing something that's a little bit more like on point like trying to when i was getting in shape for taking sh uh pictures for the the ab program it was like yeah. that's something that's like a little bit more hey there's this date you got to be there you got to be in shape you got to look a certain way like there's something a little bit more tangible so I think some people need that. And like, you know, I, I, like I had said earlier, like when I feel like I really need something to, to kickstart me a little bit, that's usually when I know like, Hey, it's time to have something a little bit more accountable, a little bit more tangible, a little bit more competitive. Got you. You know? So, about you? well, real quick, whenever you create those small goals, it doesn't lead up to a big goal. I think it does over time, man, but I don't know. I've always been like a, I guess I'm a dreamer in some regards, but I keep my head down. 
Gotcha. You know what I mean? It's all about the results. Right. Well, and it's not even necessarily about the results. It's about the process. Yeah. You know? And it's like, if you trust in the process, you find results. Gotcha. Every time. Because how how can you not? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, okay, if I keep my head down and I do what I need to do, I'm going to get what I need. Gotcha. Because the way that I always did it was I would create a end goal that was, you know, that I desired enough. And then I would do exactly like you're talking about, like the little uh, micro goals. Yeah. But they would lead up to the end goal. Right. So hopefully, I mean, obviously, if planned right, all of that is going to lead to the macro goal. Yeah. Um, But those little checkpoints build that confidence yeah. and that assurance along the way. Yeah. So that whenever you do, whenever that end goal is in reach, you're at like supreme confidence level. Yeah, level. and that's a, that's a great point because I don't, I don't do a whole lot of that big picture thing. I always just like go day by day and I'm like grinding through it and working through it and working through it. And you know, sometimes I've even found myself in points like, you know, when, when quite honestly, my goal was just to train as much as I could and, and bring in as much cash as I could. like. I sort of reached a point where I was doing like 60 sessions a week and between business development and driving and I was probably working like 85, 80, 90 hours a week. And it was like, oh, that's cool. But um, I haven't worked out. So I look like shit. I feel like shit. My relationship's uh-huh. falling apart because I don't have any that time. That obsession thing that we Yeah. And then about. no, yeah, exactly. So it's like, I'm someone who like, I think keeping my head down it, it can be dangerous. So I do need to work a little bit more on that like big picture thing mm-hmm. that as far as like, okay, how do I maneuver in a way that I'm not having to give up everything else that I love in my life to get there, to get the the, the certain income I want, the certain body weight I want, the body fat percentage, the, the lift that I want. Does that make sense? It does. I wonder if there's a good in between. And I guess the only reason why I say that is because that the big picture goal setting has only worked for me when it comes to fitness. Really? That's all, and that may be like a mindset thing, but outside of fitness, um, you think the it's, big dream goal setting just hasn't worked out, man. You think it's the simplicity of fitness? Because fitness is a lot of X's and O's, man. I think so, because like fitness has always been very like a no-brainer. Yeah. And like you do this for this long, you're gonna get this result. Yeah. Because to me, it's it's a lot simpler to put a hundred pounds on your bench than it is to add a hundred thousand dollars to what you're making a year. Yeah, you know man. what I mean. Is it? I or think so. is I, it I like... think it's I think it's a lot simpler because the okay. thing is, I mean, and maybe you know, as far as like business development and things like that goes, like yes, you follow the steps for long enough, eventually you, you see the result. But like with fitness, man, a lot of it is A plus B equals C. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can move a certain way, if you can provide yourself the right nutrients, if you can monitor your recovery. You can get wherever you want to go. I wonder if that's because, you know, we're... To some extent. Yeah. I wonder if that's because we're, like, very, very knowledgeable. And I'd say we're experts in our field of fitness. Yeah. And so, to us, it's very no-brainer. And I guess the reason why I say that is because I've talked to plenty of people that have no idea where to start, how to, like, do stuff and how to get that end result yeah. when like to me and I'm sure it would be to you too it's like what what are you talking about all you got to do is this 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 yeah and you know you would get it within this period of time yeah well I um, think I think it's a first language thing like it's a it's to, like you said you said no-brainer like it's 
it's a simplicity thing, you know? But I do, I think like, I think there's a little bit more of a, a detailed science to it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? There's a little bit more of like a, doing your research and you'll get the exact results. What do you mean? With, with health and wellness or with fitness. Yeah. Right. So just like, uh, Hey, I want to bench 225. Well, first I probably gotta be able to bench 185 for a couple of reps. Well, first I gotta be able to bench one. Yeah. Just like the prerequisites. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Maybe like, I'm not thinking pre about the prerequisites and that's parts of my life. <laughs> well, and that's what I'm saying is I feel like the checkpoints are a little bit more, it's just all more tangible. Like there's literally mm -hmm. numbers you can put to it, or there's literally calories you could put to it. Or sort of, you know what I mean? I think that's what it is. It's the tangible, mm -hmm. like, Obviously, well, obviously, when it comes to lifting, it's literally tangible. Yeah. And then when it comes to like counting calories, like you can see it. Right. Uh, in my fitness pal or whatever. Like, right. It's very, it's easier to follow, I guess. But then I'm sure, like for affiliates or whatever the heck, other businesses that they're like making money. Yeah, they're like that's simple. That's super simple. But that's that's, that's become like our our second language, you know. And it's like you're just you're trying to figure that out too. But I think. You know, for a lot of people, that training motivation, like you have to have, you for sure have to have goal setting or you at least, you know, to whatever scale, whether that's year out, month out, you know, day out. I think you do need to have checkpoints, like you said, or like small things, because otherwise you're not giving yourself any victories. You're not, you're not taking in any of your glory. And mm -hmm. I think that's pretty important. Like I have some people who, you know, lose 10 pounds and it's like, how oh, sweet, I lost 10 pounds, but it's not 20 pounds. Oh you know, it's yeah. Like, yeah, motherfucker, but it's 10 pounds. Like that's awesome. You did that. Like, yeah. like don't. You have to be proud of those and like excited about sure. those. I mean, if you're not about the weight loss, then find something else that you can, that'll like get you excited. Mm -hmm. Cause that right there, that spike of whatever it is, I guess like dopamine. Yeah. That is like the best feeling ever. And then it's gonna fuel you for the next little checkpoint. Yeah, I agree. It's just, it's gonna at least tell you that you're you're doing the right things, that your steps are paying off, mm -hmm. you know? And I think, I think when you have the small checkpoints, it can make your goal setting a little bit more realistic too. Yeah, you 100%, because you're actually seeing results yeah. and you're making it tangible. Because if, you know, I had, you know, let's say I wanted to be Mr. Olympia and I wanna do that in a year, it's like, well, my checkpoints are like, we well, gotta win this pro show, you gotta be this size, you gotta be, you know, and it's like, well, yeah. I probably can't hit that many checkpoints in a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, it's, it's a little bit more like, it just makes it a little bit more realistic. Can you, you hit those checkpoints in a year? No, I can't be Mr. Olympia in a year. I don't, I don't think I picked the right parents for that, uh, but who knows? But no, 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 I mean, but seriously though, like I think that, that those micro steps, those small victories are such a huge part of the process because you know, me personally, like, yes, I do need those big goals, but a lot of the times it's, it's the micro goals that just, I don't even want to say keep me entertained, but like, I don't miss a lot of workouts, man. And I haven't for the past eight, 10 years. Yeah, and it's just, I don't think it's we have a it's just because like, it's those, it's those micro goals. It's like, a, it's that. Well, now I'm sure yeah, I did that. Yeah. I did that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And now I'm sure it's just a habit in our lives. Yeah. Which fair enough. And like, we don't even think about like, if we go on vacation or something, it's like, I should be lifting. Yeah, it's like I want to work out, but you yeah, know, but for like an average Joe to get there, like it, t it, it definitely takes that. I think, you know, it takes that that goal setting, that achievement, feeling that that positive, you know, dopamine hit of like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I'm doing this. I can continue to do this. I'm taking the right steps. I'm moving in the right direction. This is this can be a victory. I can achieve this. Yeah, you know. So I think that that's just a huge part, and like, you know, something that I think is a, a huge piece of that that a lot of people tend to overlook is is your environment and 
people you surround yourself with and the things you put into your brain and the things that you, you know, want to be around. Right. Cause it's like, if you're someone who's looking to lose, you know, a hundred pounds, but your significant other has 150 pounds to lose and has no interest in losing any, like maybe you're in the wrong environment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, or if you're, gosh, I, I don't know. I can't think of any other example off the top of my head, but I know that you have, like, to, you have to put yourself in a place that you can actually do that. that you, you know, you know, you're not challenging yourself too much. So yeah. Yeah. When, whenever I, whenever people ask me about achieving their goals, the first thing that I say is saturate your environment with things that relate to that goal. And it could be as simple as, uh, I mean, honestly, it goes down to like research um, when it comes to reaching those goals and setting your environment to those goals. Like for sure. example, when I lost all that weight, uh, what did I do? I started listening to David Goggins um, every day, almost all day. And his big thing was losing weight. Yeah. So all day I had that in my brain, uh, David Goggins story about losing weight, boom, boom, boom. And then not only that, I would talk to you about calorie consumption and workouts that sure. I'd be able to do. Yeah. So that's another thing that I put in my environment. Um, some more knowledge that I put in my environment when yeah. it comes to that goal. 100%. And then another thing, my fitness pal, I started counting my calories. Boom, another thing in my environment. Yeah, you are um, what you consume, man. You, you you become these things that are your habits, that are your, you know, you, you quite literally are your habits. So it's like yeah. if, you, if you make a habit of, of things like that, you you make it easier on yourself. You yeah, know, because you, make it, you it, make it a thing you do. You don't make it, you don't make it this weird foreign subject or topic or issue. Like you, you make it a part of your life and who you are and what you do. Yeah, it like the it keeps you from having to use uh, like too much energy to make simple decisions. Like a, one, another thing that I did was I put an elliptical instead of downstairs in the garage, I literally carried it upstairs into my room. Yeah. And I put it in the middle of my room. Yeah. And I moved my TV right in front of that elliptical. So boom, now whenever I wanted to watch YouTube, which I gifted myself, all I had to do was just get on the elliptical. Yeah. And so next thing you know, instead of me riding the elliptical, you know, 10 minutes every morning, I was in my room for hours on end on the elliptical. Yeah. What did you change? Your environment. Yeah. All you did was just make it easier for you to make that beneficial decision. Yeah. You took it from sitting in the garage where <laughs> you never see it or you have to, you know, think and go out of your way to get to it to literally being at the foot of your bed. Yeah. Like literally have it whatever it is you're trying to do have it in front of you at all times when i was losing that weight i had things that would cue the thought of weight loss everywhere and like on my home screen was the my fitness pal app um just saturate your environment yeah. with whatever you're trying to achieve so when it comes to like your goals pick pick a time where you saturated your environment, I guess, with trying to achieve that goal. Um, or is that how you mess with your environment? What do you mean? Like, is that, do you also follow that principle when it comes to achieving your goals um, and saturating your environment? Yeah, so the saturating your environment thing, one thing that I had done um, when I was prepping for my last show in 2018, I, um, <clears throat> I scheduled a client every single day mm -hmm. um, for the last 
10 weeks of my prep, except when I was like a week out, so I could take some time off and rest and recover. But I scheduled at least one client every single day, so I'd be at the gym every single day. Oh, that's smart. right. Yeah. So even if I just had cardio or, you know, even if it was like a rest day or something, like there was never a time where it was off my brain. Mm. I was always in that building, you know? And so it was like, you know, if you're there, if I'm already making the drive, if I'm already like, how can I make the excuse of- Yeah, you might as well. Right. It right. deletes that decision. Right, 100%. Another big thing for me too, that's, I guess maybe more of a habit rather than an environment, but you know, is on the topic of, I guess, consumption and being your habits and who you are, but like taking my way in every single day. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I use the average, the average is, is what you need to pay attention to, not the daily number, but that daily number just keeps it in my brain. Just knows that, like, hey, first thing in the morning after I take piss, I weigh myself. Gives you conscious of where you're at. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's like, you know, the number is going to fluctuate no matter what you do, and that's mm-hmm. fine. But it's like if you see it starting to move, if you're writing it down, and it's like, oh, I haven't seen a, you know, I've been one sixty eight for a while. I haven't seen a one sixty four in a while. Like that might be a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was, it was that the consistency, and I guess for me the environment creation was more about the the adherence, right? The the daily dues to keep myself on track, right? It was almost like a metronome. Like it was just like, that's how I stayed in synchronization is, yeah. is the habits. Yeah, um, it keeps you from having to rely on generating motivation, which isn't there all the time. Yeah. Like having, having a structure in your environment, making your environment uh just help you reach those goals will eliminate the need for uh motivating yourself every day which right. it is a pain in the ass like if you don't have motivation you know that day or that week to do what you got to do it's a pain having to generate it yeah man and sometimes. a lot of the times it won't even be generated yeah sometimes man it's, it's it's futile like you you just you have to be disciplined so like that's where, you know, you can kind of even circle back to the environment topic on that is it's like, you know, if you make your discipline as easy as possible, that's huge. Like if you're, if you need to get up early every day and you already have three alarms set without having to set it right before bed, like they're, you know, on routine set, you're good. That's one less step that you had to take to, to be disciplined, to be motivated. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, the environment is a big piece of that because the more that you create that for yourself, the easier it becomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And making making it easiest or easier is the best thing for you. Like I, I remember uh, going back to David Goggins. One thing that he would talk about is whenever he had to go for whenever he was fat and overweight, and he knew that he had to go for a run, he wouldn't think about that. He would just think about getting out of bed, and then he would think about putting his shoes on. And yeah. His shoes. That's and then awesome. he's like, all right, let me just walk outside. And then he would walk outside and then he'd start just walking. And eventually, yeah. you know, you get from your bed to running. Yep. Um, you just move through it. Because those hard things, like, you know, waking up and going for a run, I'm not gonna lie, that's hard to do. Yeah. Like, you know, you just woke up from but it's not a hard good ass sleep. On. It's not hard to do the prerequisites. Yeah. Um, I remember the Atomic Habits book. Didn't they talk about it? Or didn't uh, James Clear talk about it? A, in one of the chapters? I, would, I wouldn't know off the top of my brain. But yeah, I mean, I know that that's a big piece of it. Is it's like the, the breaking down of, 
of those steps to get there. Cause if it's like, if you're in your brain, you're like, oh man, I gotta, I got a big squat day today. So I gotta, you know, put my squat shoes on. I gotta pack my knee sleeves and then I gotta, I gotta drive to the gym and then I gotta do all my warm ups and then I gotta, you know, put this heavy ass bar on my back. And it's like, well, yeah, man, but if you would just like, you know, first pack the bag. Or shoot, not even yeah. that, like bef- the day before, just sleeping yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's something really good to look forward and you're, you're not gonna feel anxious sleeping eight hours. Yeah. Then after that, Make sure you eat a good breakfast, a good big breakfast. Yeah. And that's going to feel good. <clears throat> and then just do the things before so that you don't have to be scared of the big thing. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're doing that big thing without any anxiety, without right. any stress. You're just doing it. Right. And when you get to the point where you're literally just doing it, like, the gym we don't have to remember to go to the gym we don't have to block going into the gym into our day it's something that we just do right at first maybe yeah we had to you know make sure that we get to the gym on you know certain days but now it's it's literally like it's in what we do yeah it's part of our lives yeah after you create that habit you know, but first you have to do yourself the favor of making the discipline as easy as possible. As easy as possible. Man. Right. Right. And so to your point, you know, look forward to sleeping eight hours, look forward to the big breakfast, like all of those things, like make that discipline as easy as possible. And I really like what you said about putting your elliptical in your room. Like, I think that's huge because that's just such a blaring, like, how are you going to get away from it? Like, even if you don't do it, you're just going to think about it all day. You know yeah. what I mean? And then it's like, is that even worth it? Like, is it worth sitting there and thinking about it? No, just do the damn thing. Yeah, man. Just just do the damn thing. I mean, so one person that I used to listen to, I don't even want to say his name just because, like, the stuff that he's been saying right. is crazy. But um, his thing was do the thing to have the power. And he actually quoted that, I believe, from, like, Emerson something. Um, I wouldn't know. But if you live by that, just do the thing to have the power, then, you know, that'll take all that stress away. Right. That'll take all the anxiety away. Just find out what you have to do and just do it. Like, stop thinking about it. Even if it is just the prerequisite, just to putting the shoes on before you go for a run, just do it. Just go. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. And it's like everybody wants to say they don't feel like it. Or they're tired. Or Don't get your like, feelings. Yeah. It's if like, you get is- your feelings, you've, okay, no, 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 no. That can be good. Yeah. Getting your feelings. Like, but there's sometimes where uh, most of the time it'll just hold you back. Yeah. Like, if you don't feel like getting up yeah. from bed, if you don't feel like not eating that donut, yeah. if you don't feel like lifting uh, or doing cardio today, then guess what? You know, years from now, you won't be the person that you could have been. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what what do your feelings have to do with it? What, what does it have what is, to do with it? What does the way you feel in the moment have to do with your overarching goal or perception? Like, you know, and when you when you just keep that in the back of your brain, like they they have no power here. You know. Yep. And you know what I've noticed? Every time that I have had those feelings, and I go through the action that was making me feel those feelings, like. All, 10 times out of 10, uh, never fails. I don't even remember how I felt uh, while doing that action. Yeah. And if I do remember, it sure as hell wasn't those feelings that I had before. Yeah. Um, 
not only that, that stuff is now in the past. Yeah. Like, no matter what it is you're feeling, it literally no longer exists. Well, in, in regards to feelings, too, like, I know, like, from my last show, where I won, I, I won my class, and I'm sure that I felt hungry and tired, you know, during the whole prep. But does it I'm matter sure. right now? Well, well, that's what I was going to say, is, like, I don't remember. Exactly. I don't, I don't remember that. I remember, I remember, like, almost crying on stage because I was so excited. The you good know? feeling. I remember right. thinking like, holy shit, man, like this is awesome. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's the part I remember. I don't I don't remember the small feelings that I had to ignore. I remember the big feeling that came from pushing off the instant gratification. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it's like when you when you choose to take those power that that power away from those small voices, those little feelings, those I'm too tired, I don't feel like it. I'm had a long day at work or you know yeah. when you when you choose to those take the power things. yeah you take the power away from those and you can detach from those it all pays off yeah so when it comes to taking the power away from those things i think the only thing you can do is act yeah the only thing you can do is just move yeah just do it 100 percent. there's there's literally you can't think your way out of it 100 percent. you can't rationalize your way out of it it's like i remember um I was boxing and I, I did 10 two minute rounds and I believe on the fifth round or the sixth round, I, I didn't want to go. Like, I just felt like I couldn't do it. And I had all these negative feelings, mm-hmm. all that, uh, the whatever. You're tired. And I said, no, you know what? I'm going to keep on going. And after those 10 rounds were done, I sat there and I thought about it and that's when I realized like those feelings, all they do is hold you back. Yeah. They don't, they literally, they don't have any other, they don't have any benefits. You're right. All they do is hold you back. You're right. So act. 100%. For me, it was swing that arm. Yeah. You know, it's like just swing the other arm. Yeah. Stop thinking about it, man. Just move it. Just take, and that's, that's a good point too is it's like it's kind of like the prerequisite right like it's like you don't have to box you just to swing your arm yeah swing for the next do. 30 seconds yeah until, and no you, you don't got even have 15 to second rest to the yeah. next round you don't even have to do it for 30 seconds you have to do it once and then you have to do it once again and you have to do it once again and you have to do it once again i hate thinking about you it know? like that though i mean yeah but like it makes it much more manageable yeah it does yeah you yeah, know 100 you got to make it manageable oh yeah a lot of times when i do cardio and only if it's like cardio that really sucks and if i'm not like watching or anything I'll be like 10 minutes in and I'll be like, all right, I got 20 minutes left. That means I'm a third of the way in. That means yes, I, I got to do what I did two more times. And, uh-huh. then, and then once I'm at 15 minutes, I'm like, all right, I've done half of what I just did last time I thought about this. And now I got to do this. Isn't that so you know dumb? I mean? Yeah. Like, it why is, is it, dude? Why is it even like that? Because we're tough. We are tough. But are why would it you get to that? Bro, we're tough. <laughs> why does it get to that point where we have to just rationalize with ourselves and that's what it is is playing these dumb games yeah we know what's beneficial for us we know what we have to do but we let these feelings try to take you know what's ours away from us yes this this future self that's a great way to put it it's trying to take it that's a great way to put it yeah and and just prevent us from 
achieving these great that's things. with everything man i mean that's that's with everything yeah that's not just lifting that's the piece of candy that's the you know that's the sleeping in that's the snooze button you know what i mean mm -hmm. that's all that's all all of that is i ate a pizza two days ago i had chicken alfredo last night yeah man and I had a problem. <laughs> yeah, bro. What's wrong with us? We're over here preaching, talking about don't don't think about your feelings. I don't know, man. Being human, I guess. Well, hey, how was your uh your workout session though? Was it was it good? It was strong. Did that chicken Alfredo yeah. fuel it? Yeah, it felt good. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, it's hard to justify it in my brain, right? I was carving up. Bro, I just I, I catch myself doing that. I'm like, and that's well, big, I got a big well, squat again, today. Like, work my ass those up. are the games we play, man. Those yeah. are the games we play. And that's the thing is it's like, I don't know. And that's why I was kind of like, ah, maybe, maybe you're tough. I'm not. But like, I, I play these games every day, dude. Like, yeah. it's it's consistently like, and I don't want to use the word a battle because I, I hate when people are like, I'm going to war Duh. with the weights. Like, it's not. But um, no, I mean, like, weights don't fight back. Yeah, it's just, it's it's forever a process, man. Like, mm -hmm. and, I, and I'm sure there's definitely times in my life where I'm better at it and it's less of a, less of a battle or whatever you want to call it. But like, yeah, man, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a daily thing. It's a daily like, it's it's part of it. It's like, and it, again, to circle back, it you is make a fight, that choice. Yeah, yeah you make that choice. You but know? the fight's all up here. Yeah, hundred percent. Sometimes you don't make it. Well, then you just you, you make it next time. You know, it's all you can. You don't make it that time. Make it next time. Yeah, that's it. You can't beat up on yourself. There's no point. Nah, mm. doesn't get you anywhere. Nope. All it does is hold you back even more. Yeah. And then it lowers that confidence level. When that confidence level is lowered, you won't be able to achieve. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it gets harder as much as you could be achieving. Yeah, I think it gets. I think it gets harder the more you make the wrong choice, and I think it's easier the more you make the right choice. Yeah, it's like a building upon your success. Because yeah. um, I can tell you, obviously, when when I first started heavy lifting, I didn't think that I could, uh, you know, lift maybe like four hundred pounds more. But as it goes, you know, more the more and more success that you achieve, whether it be in fitness, business, whatever, yeah, um, the more and more opportunities you're gonna find and you're gonna seize yeah. because your confidence is all the way up here now. Yeah. And now it's like, all right, what's next? Yeah. What can I tackle next? I know that I have the ability to do all these things that I've done before, yeah. so now what can I do? Yeah. Instead of, uh, well, you know, I failed at, you know this this and this and well actually all of this so what really can i do right you know build that confidence right hundred percent let's wrap it up there all right good. i like that btc cast episode two thank you all for watching if you have any comments leave them in the comment section email me at alex at progress change.com i'm alex martin this is chris saldana, Cholito saldana. the man uh, <laughs> all right thank you all yeah thank you bye